Praise God. But I want to turn your attention to uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 12 and verse 1. Amen. We're going to be reading uh, out of Hebrews and the book of Philippians. And uh, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Two key words here I want you to, to bring up to the front of your mind. Substance, evidence. Hebrews chapter 12 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. There's another key word I want you to remember. Rewarder. Everybody say rewarder. Rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. Another key word, diligently. Philippians chapter 3, 13 through 15. Said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth. Amen. Reaching forth unto those things which are before or set before us. I press toward the mark. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Everybody say it together. Let's, let's have fun here, man. This is church. Amen. I press toward the mark. Everybody say, I press toward the mark. Amen. And I just want to talk to you for a little while about uh, persistent faith, the key to the miraculous. Persistent faith, the key to the miraculous. Go ahead and pray right now. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity just to stand behind your pulpit, Lord. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I pray for the anointing, Lord. Let the anointing flow upon me, Lord. I want to be a conduit, Lord, for your word, Lord. I want to see people, Lord, changed by your word, Lord. I can't do nothing, Lord, but you can do everything, Lord. I pray, Lord, anoint the hearing ear in this house, Lord. Everybody's ear, Lord, and their heart, Lord, to receive your engrafted word. I pray in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. And thank you for standing so long. And I'll try not to be super long, but I feel, I know for a fact that God has given this to me for this church. Amen. Persistent faith. Amen. It is the key to the miraculous. It is. So we, we look, let's look at persistence. It's literally, when I begin to look it up, it's a firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. That's what persistence is. Speaking of persistent people, uh, have a, most of them have a goal, a vision in mind that motivates and drives them. And they are often dreamers and visionaries who see their lives as having a higher purpose than simply existing. Their vision and goal is deeply ingrained and they focus on it constantly with great emotion, energy, and determination. Amen. Persistent people have inner energy and intensity to keep them motivated going through the tough times and the situations that comes in front of them. Amen. And you can look at attributes or qualities of persistent people uh, in, in different arrays that you look at it. Uh, literally faithfulness, uh, dependable. And then another part of synonym would be tenacity. 
tenacity, amen, and determination. And you begin to look the very core of persistence is your own willpower. God has given everybody a willpower, amen? You, you, you have a willpower and you, you govern yourself according to your willpower, amen? You really do. You have an inner power in you, that, that, that tenacity you have. It's the inner drive that propels you to that thing you're reaching for. Amen. Martin Luther King, he said this. He made this statement. He said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. You have to keep moving forward. Amen. And you begin to speak of faith that this, in part of my opening text it says the word of God says in Hebrews 12 and 1, as I read in your hearing, it says faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. James says in 2 and 17, even so faith, if it have not works, it's dead being alone. So if you have the faith, you know you need to pray for a situation and you don't do it. You have the faith, but you, there's no works behind it and it's dead. But however... If you have that faith, and you do have that faith, and you pray, your faith literally come, becomes an action, and it's alive. It's, it's alive. Amen. And you couple the two together, persistence and faith, you have something powerful that God loves to respond to, and in turn, he'll give you the power to persevere against seemingly insurmountable odds and situations. Amen. It's amazing how God is. Amen. Persistent faith. It can be a singular or repeated intense outer expression of faith for your need that God rewards with the miraculous. Amen. Fact of the matter is Jesus loves everybody and he especially loves people who persistently pursue after him. Amen. He does. He loves people but it's persistent. Amen. And so the Bible's full of examples of persistent people who persevered that should inspire and motivate us to keep Reaching to God. If you can think about uh, the miracle as being your destination and you being in a car, which is faith, and you're behind the wheel and your perseverance is you're, you're putting the foot on the gas and you're going towards the miracle. Amen. You're going for the target. Amen. But you begin to look at the literally examples in the word of God and it talks about it in Matthew chapter 9, 18 through 22. It says, Jesus was in the streets preaching the kingdom of God and healing everybody who was coming to him. Amen. It's amazing. If we could just see it in our mind and, and see that the, the, the miraculous that was happening, the miracles that was happening around him. It said, Matthew chapter 9 and 18, it said, While he spanked these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead. But come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And behold, here's my, my target in this particular scripture. And behold, a woman, which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. So, but Jesus turned him about. And when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made 
hold that very, that very hour. Amen. But you begin to think of the woman, the situation she was in. She literally had 12 years of pain, 12 years of disappointments, 12 years of physical and, and mental agony. I can't imagine. But until finally she had heard a word of, about God walking the streets, amen, Emmanuel, be interpreted God with us and how he can perform the miracles and, and everything that he had done, healing the lame, the deaf, and the blind, and her desperation to be healed. She pursued him in the street, persistent faith in action, amen, persistent faith in action. So she's going through the crowd until finally she had to get into a lower position. Perhaps she had to crawl. Can you imagine? She's down in the dirt, needing a miracle, and she had such a tenacity about her that she literally, she knew it within herself. She had the faith, and all she, she could say with it is, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch him, amen. So the hem was near his feet, amen. And, and you, if you humble yourself, and you, and you that, that, that's the lower part, you, and, and get to the feet of Jesus in a place of worship, Amen. There's something that happens in the worship. Amen. The miraculous happens. She began to worship him and honor him. And all of a sudden, she grabbed that, that garment, that, the hem of his garment. All of a sudden, she was healed. Amen. It's amazing what uh, worship will get you. It's amazing. And, and this is not even in my notes, but I remember it wasn't too long back, we had a youth congress in a, a municipal auditorium in Charleston. And Brother Doug White was preaching, and uh, he had preached the house down. God was moving, and he had just had stomach surgery. He was still in staples, and he was down in front of the altar and was worshiping. And, man, and, and all of us, we just got up there, man, and we began to worship. We began to worship and magnify God, and all of a sudden, there was a woman that was over to our right. She screamed. She grabbed her, her head. Her ears, and she screamed, and, and Brother Josh was there. He's probably watching right now. He remembers this. And uh, he ran over there, and, and I'm like, what in the world's happening, man? People's just throwing down and worshiping God, and, and uh, the faith was at a high level. And uh, I seen Brother Josh go up on the platform, and he talked to Pastor David, and, and all of a sudden, and uh, he, he got on a microphone, and Pastor David, I said, I want you to know, I said, right now, I said, we begin to worship God opened the ears of this precious deaf lady over here. She had been deaf all her life. She had never heard nothing. But when the worship began to happen, God began to move in persistent worship. Amen. And God moved and opened her ears. Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight that if you're persistent and you pursue after God, you're going to get a miracle. You will get a miracle. Amen. Amen. It's amazing. And it goes on, and we, we begin to look at uh, other scriptures for uh, uh, examples. Persistent faith breaks resistance of the enemy. Amen. James 4 and 7, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. So the first thing is we have to submit ourselves to God. That's the first thing. When we do that, amen, persistently, and we begin to anchor up with God and, and just yoke together with him. And we begin to uh, rebuke the devil. So the Bible says you resist him, he's going to flee. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. 
says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Amen. You got something inside of you, faith. And when you have, you put that persistence with that and you begin to go against and pray against the strongholds, they're going to come down. Amen. They do. Amen. Praise God. Matthew 11 and 12, it says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. That's what we have to be. We have to be a violent nature to the point of when we're praying fervently, and, and, and we're, we're just, we can't let the, the devil bully us around. We can't. He'll, he'll try to, you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. That's the way the devil is. But the thing is, we have to literally rise up and be persistent about it and literally speak against those strongholds and the devil, and they will flee. Amen. Greater is he that is in us. Amen. Greater is he that is in me that is in the world. You got the Holy Ghost. You have that greater. You have God inside of you. Amen. That's, that's, that's amazing when you begin to think about that. Amen. You get the Holy Ghost. It's amazing. It just blows me away. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is so wonderful. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 through 18, it tells us to put on a whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. It's so easy to get caught up with whatever is going on around us and forget there's a spiritual aspect about this. There's a spiritual battle that's going on. Amen. But I thank God for his word. He illuminates us and gives us the understanding about that. Aren't you glad for the word of God? Amen. There's nothing like the word of God. Amen. And it, and it goes on in, in, in chapter, uh, excuse me, uh, verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in that evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore. Amen having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And here it is, verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. Verse 17, it continues the word of God and it says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching there unto, unto all perseverance. There's the word, perseverance. Amen. Watching unto all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And if you look at it, continued persistence despite repeated failures. Maybe you've messed up. I, I've made some blunders. I know we're not perfect. The Bible says we're flesh. We're mortal, and we'll make mistakes. But the fact of the matter is, some people, they begin to get, they're persistent into pursuing after the things of God, and then something, the devil will come in and try to, to, to distract them. And then, and then all of a sudden, they, they begin to fall away. And, but the thing is, we, we can just catch ourselves, catch ourselves and understand that the devil is after our faith. Amen, he is, but... Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. Amen. 
but persistent faith gets prayers answered. Amen. Luke chapter 11, 9 through 10, Jesus says this, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Amen. Now, let me read this, this other version uh, in the Amplified Bible. And, I, and uh, it's quite interesting to read this particular scripture in, in this particular way. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Amen. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who keeps on asking persistently receives, and he who keeps on seeking persistently finds. And to him that keeps on knocking persistently, the door will be opened. Ain't that wonderful? That's a, that's a promise. That, that is a promise. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11 and 6, it says, but Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. But I, I remember, uh, as I said, and I, I'll say that I'll sidestep again and talk about another miracle that I received. Uh, I was... Uh, Working at my workplace, and I, I'm a machinist, if some of you don't know, and I was at my lathe, and thank God I didn't have it turned on, but I was feeling very sick that day. I, 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 this has been like a year and a half ago. And uh, I was feeling sick, and I started getting dizzy. I started getting lightheaded. I have never felt like this before. I, I really didn't. I, 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 was, I felt horrible. I, I, looking back on it, I really, I really think I was just about ready to die. I really do. I, I was standing there by my machine, and all of a sudden, I blacked out on my feet. I mean, everything went black. But obviously, I, I didn't even remember doing it. When I, when I came to my feet, I had clutched my machine. I knew, I knew enough to do that, and I felt horrible. And so I, I knew right then, I said, man, I need, I need prayer. I need help. Amen. I, I need help. So I, I got on my phone and, and I texted some of the leaders in the church. I said, I have got to have you to pray for me. I'm texting. I, I was urgent. I said, man, I'm, about, I'm thinking to myself, I'm about ready to pass out again. But they begin to pray. And I, I begin to walk from, from where I was at. And I, and I walked to where the lunchroom was. And by the time I made it to the lunchroom, the power of God hit me. And I began to weep and cry because of, the Holy Ghost was so strong. I was like, oh, my gosh. So... Make a long story short, I had a CT scan. They're trying to find out what's wrong. They found a three-inch by five-inch mass in me. I had no idea that I had. I had a lot of fluid in me. Uh, I was having pain, discomfort. And uh, they told me that. They took me to the back and told me, so Mr. Byrne, he said, uh, I said, this is serious. You have this three-inch by five-inch mass. And, uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And it just humbled me. I'm like, oh, gosh. So anyhow, I, I'm trying, you know, I was taught to be persistent. Every time the, the church doors open, be there. And, and, uh, and I really believe that that's a, a thing we need to do. Amen. But I, I begin to come here and we have prayer meetings. And we have prayer meetings here. I'll advertise it. Second Saturday, fourth Thursday. If anybody wants to come, it'd be great. But, but we, we come here and gather together in unity. And uh, we're praying together. Then I had 
uh, people anoint me and pray for me. And I went back, and I'll be honest, I felt the power of God, and I, but I didn't feel no, no, you know, instantaneous thing, but I did feel the power of God. And so they went back about, a, about I don't know how long, maybe a week or two later, they did another CT scan, and the doctors looking at the CT scan. He said, Mr. Byrne, he said, I don't know what happened. He said, but your mass is completely gone and all the fluid's gone. Amen. Amen. But we're talking about a God, a God who can heal. Amen. And we're persistent and we pursue after him. Amen. Amen. It's amazing what God can do. Amen. His power. He has power beyond all comprehension. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we may ask or think. He can. You think, well, God can do this. No, he can do way above that. Amen. He's working. Let me say this. You think, well, God's not working. You know, no baloney. I'm going to be myself for a second. He's working. He is constant. Amen. He's still working. He's still healing. Amen. He's still working. Amen. Even though you don't see him, he is still at work. Amen. But if you go into, and I'm just about done, and music can come. Uh, Luke chapter 24, and I'm, I'm finishing up right here. And uh, matter of fact, you go ahead and stand. Amen. Go ahead and stand with me. It's honoring the word. I, want, I just want to put this in there. When we stand and, and we're reading scripture, it's not honoring the, the preacher behind the pulpit. It's honoring God and his word. Amen. But Luke chapter 24, uh, 46 through 50, this is right after Jesus' death, his burial, and his resurrection. Okay? And they're all gathered to him, and he's beginning to speak to them. And he said unto them in Luke uh, 24 and 46, he said, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. What's his name? Jesus. Amen. It should be preached in his name. Among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Amen. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye, wait in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Amen. And 50. And he led them out about as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. He led them as far as Bethany. And it's, I, I got to say, sometimes he'll lead you about as far as he can lead you, but that there's something inside of us we have to have that persistence and we have to have the faith in activation. Amen. Because faith without works is dead. We, get, we have to pursue after God. Amen? And here's, and here's my punchline right here on this particular scripture. I said we would never have ever had a book of Acts experience in chapter 2 if it wasn't for 120 persistent people. Amen. Amen. But because of their persistence, they went into an upper room. Amen. We know what happens. A little bit later on, they, they persistently begin to pray. They were steadfast in, in supplication in an upper room. And before you know it, the Bible says there, there come a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. 
Amen. And cloven tongues began to set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues. Amen. Aren't you glad that that experience is still today? Amen. We can pursue after God. It does not matter. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can pursue after that. Amen. All you have to do is you repent to God, turn your life to God, and just yield your body and your mind to God, and you begin to worship Him and lift your hands, and God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So let's lift our hands right now and just pray to the Lord right now. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for these people, Lord, that is watching online. I thank you for these precious people here in this congregation, Lord. I pray by the authority of the Word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus that you would touch them, Lord. Touch their mind, their heart. Their, their, give them strength, Lord. Give them strength, Lord. Help them be diligent, Lord. Seeking after you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we praise you and magnify you, Lord. 